0: It is hour three of the morning show here on a Friday, and since it is a Friday, joining us uh, as always, Neil Atkins. Good morning, Neil.
1: Dave Strandberg. <laughs> How
0: you doing this morning?
1: I'm good. I'm All good. to right? get the old headset on, and I Sun has you.
0: come out. We had a little rain earlier, a shower passed on through, but it's yes. looking much better now.
1: Yeah, and they said there might be a little extra, but we'll see. The sky yeah, is starting to clear.
0: Uh, it looks like there might be some other bands heading this way, but... Uh, should all clear out by this afternoon. It'll turn out to be a pretty decent day. No, bands, are they rock bands or country bands? Uh, they're uh, weather bands. Oh, weather and bands. And then there'll be uh, uh, cooler temperatures tomorrow, but dry and uh, uh, warm again on Sunday. Oh. So the weekend's looking pretty good.
1: Well, tomorrow we're going to be doing a bunch of tree slashing. Tree slashing. Well, taking down trees and oh. trimming stuff and all that, Jazz. Wow. I got a fellow coming in to help do that. All and. Right. Uh, so it's going mean, to be a cool day, a nice day. I, it'd be good for working outside, yeah. I see the uh, gang down the hall are romping and giggling and <laughs> laughing and ca- cajorting. Well, they do it's that hard. all Cajoling.
2: Cajoling. 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 So you're doing some tree trimming by a professional?
1: Uh, yeah, well, that, yeah, I'll, we're all, right, somebody that knows what they're doing. That's good. Yeah.
2: we got all the fancy equipment. Well, have that's... you seen, I know you maybe have, because you live in the booties, how some of those guys climb up those trees. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 30, 40, and hang there yeah. and start cutting it yeah. above them. Yeah. I'm impressed. That's why they make the big bucks, Rick. Well, I'm not so sure. Wow. Uh, the guy,
0: if I remember right, tree services are pretty steep.
2: <laughs> All, right, All right. Let me put it this way. Yeah.
0: Would you do that? No, I would not.
2: <laughs> Same thing.
0: But they know what they're doing. Apparently,
2: we have them out about every other year.
1: <laughs> I know some some guys that uh, would do this on the side, and they'd yeah. come up they had these two guys, and and I, and they they had once upon a time worked for a cheese service, and they did other stuff, and 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 these guys put on their little. Uh, s- special shoes with the grippers on them and mm-hmm. strapped up, and they, they shimmied up just like <laughs> just like you see <laughs> in the South Pacific, the guys <laughs> going up the trees to get the coconuts. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> down, I'm, I'm watching. Whoa! And uh, some of these guys, they can. F- uh, other guys I I know uh, can fell a tree. Go, I'm going to put it right over there. Down it goes. Oh so. sure. And, but a lot of them, if there's stuff in the way, you got to go What you said, <laughs> Get up there and start cutting it from the top down. Yeah. And then they cut a piece down and they have a rope on it and they let it down. And that's so you don't bang yeah. in somebody's garage or the house yeah. or whatever.
0: Well, I got the I said, annual lumberjack thing at uh, in uh, Hayward, I think,
2: they run that. Pretty you tough. see
0: these people run up and chop down trees. Pretty with, tough and, people. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah.
2: Axes. And, we had a guy one day said, saws. we have to get that tree down right there. Mm-hmm. good. Thank you. He said, could you move your house? <laughs> Probably
1: not. Well, you didn't do right. that, did you? Bruce Siskey's chomping at the bits to tell us about sports.
3: Hi, Bruce. Gentlemen, good morning. How Neil, are hi. you? Yeah, How's good going? to see
1: you, Bruce. <laughs> good to see you. Good to see you guys. Yeah. So what's going on in the world of sportsmanship? Well,
3: we're busy this weekend. As we got a lot going on, we're kind of making that transition into fall, and we'll get to that in a second. But first, baseball twins take on the Rangers. Sonny Gray versus Dane Dunning tonight. Coverage at 6.30. We are believing that Joe Ryan will be activated off the injured list tomorrow versus Max Scherzer at 6.15. And then Sunday at 1, the Twins list Bailey Ober versus Jordan Montgomery. Twins won 7-5 last night. They of the weekend up six games in the AL Central. The Brewers up three games in the NL Central on the Cubs, four on the Reds. So they'll be in no worse than a tie for first Mm -hmm. going into Wrigley on Monday night to take on the Cubs one last time. They're done playing the Reds, yeah. and this will be it against the Cubs starting on Monday. First, really? take on the Padres this weekend. 7 o'clock, Brandon Woodruff versus U Darvish. Tomorrow at 6, Freddie Peralta versus Pedro Avila. And then Sunday at 1, Adrian Hauser against Michael Walker. Links at home to take on New York tomorrow. The NFL preseason wrapping up this weekend. Thank God. Vikings Cardinals at noon tomorrow at U.S. Bank Stadium. Packers and Seahawks at Lambeau tomorrow at noon. Starters on both sides of the ball will play for Green Bay tomorrow. Coverage at 10 a.m. on AM 710. Yeah,
0: preseason is shorter than it used to be, so yeah, we three should games take instead of four, yeah, so much.
3: It's still too long somehow. <laughs> Weird how that works. All right, uh, The uh, Big Ten Volleyball Big 12 Big Ten, Big Ten, Twelve, sorry, Volleyball Challenge is underway at the University of Minnesota today in Baturi Pavilion. They are i think virtually sold out for both days wisconsin baylor at 4 30 gophers versus tcu at seven they will flip opponents tomorrow wisconsin versus tcu at 4 30 and the gophers will wrap it up against baylor at seven o'clock high school football one week zero game in minnesota nevis at carlton renshaw week two in wisconsin superior at rice lake northwestern's at somerset Hayward at Spooner, Hurley's at Ashland. Week one for Wisconsin, eight-player teams, Shell Lake and Northwood Solon Springs and Washburn. Travels to Clayton, some boys' soccer, east at Blaine, the Sabi east at Hermantown, Two Rivers takes on Cloquet in Esco. Battle of the Rapids, Pelican versus Grand. Ooh, (laughs) Wow. The girls' soccer, Woodbury at Duluth East. Duluth Marshalls at Two Rivers. Zimmerman takes on Hermantown, and St. Francis plays Cloquet. Those games at Hilltop Fields in Cloquet is the high school field in Cloquet. It is being renovated. They're adding turf, so they will not have, I don't think, like, any home soccer this year. Wow. They're going have to play neutral sites. Hilltop fields will get used quite a bit, I think, too. And then uh, the football for Cloquet football, they're going to play their home games in Proctor this year. Hmm. Uh, they're hoping to get the last game of the season on the new turf That'd be in fun. Cloquet if everything works out. All right. And volleyball tonight, ESCOs <clears> to <throat> Two Harbors. Chisholm takes on Little Fort Big Falls.
0: Thank you, Bruce.
3: Bruce Siski show after the Friday fishing frenzy this morning. What's going on today, Bruce? A couple of local soccer coaches to wrap up the week and preview the fall seasons. uw men's coach Joe Mooney. And Saint Scholastic, and women's coach, Dave Riles. Eight twenty in the go. morning. The morning show what
0: continues it. here on KDAL. What's the matter with the clothes I'm
2: wearing? Can't you tell that your tie's too wide? And we
0: are returning with the morning show here on KDAL. It's eight twenty-three. Good, Good morning. Good morning. All right, Neil.
1: Dave. It's all yours. All right, buddy. So here's the deal. Mm-hmm. U.S. Steel, yeah. which operates uh, ships on Lake Superior and mines up on the range. Yeah. Well, Cleveland Cliffs was trying to buy them out. Right. And they got directed. Uh, U.S. Steel said, yet. <laughs> okay. No way. Well, then another company came in and offered, uh, let's see, Cliffs' original offer was for $7.3 billion in cash. Yeah. And, uh, well, I'd take that in a minute. <laughs> yes, that and uh, apparently there was some U.S. Steel st- not happy though. Apparently there was a little bit of st- some stock of Cliffs too that was included. <laughs> oh, so okay. U.S. Steel rejected it. Then the steelworkers' union gets in yeah. and they they are supporting Cliffs to take over U.S. Steel. Okay, All right. well a company
0: the, to work for they figure. Or?
1: Well, I guess so. All the right. intrigue doesn't stop there. There is another company. A, a second company came in called S and the head of that one is a guy that used to be a big shot with U.S. Steel. Okay. And it uh, offered thirty-five bucks a share, or seven point eight billion, but now Smark has withdrawn its cash offer to buy oh. U.S. Steel, and enter. Exceller Mittal's bid, which is a Luxembourg-based, European-based uh, wow. steel producer, uh, they're bidding. On uh, U.S. Steel also. So now there's two of them out there, Cliffs mm-hmm. and the European Company, mm-hmm. and uh, we'll be seeing what's going to happen. So U.S. Steel board now, they've got to yeah. go through a process uh, that they've announced, and what they're going to do is uh, decide whether or not to accept yeah. one of the offers or, or not. If U.S. Steel and Cliffs... Are they in
0: trouble? I mean, do they have to accept an offer? Or are they...
1: No, it's up to the board and those shareholders. Okay, it just depends. Uh, U.S. Steel stocks at about thirty-two bucks a share. Mm -hmm. All these companies, U.S. Steel and Cliffs, used to be hundred-dollar stocks at one point in time. Okay, and uh, Cliffs is in the teens, mid-teens, and apparently they've been on a a buying spree and that sort of thing. Uh, So, so and their their uh, chair is a, a guy native of Brazil. And Gonzalez and he's uh, pretty aggressive and he's pretty colorful yeah, also right uh, there's a potential antitrust issues there worrying that if cliffs and US steel come together they'll control of the iron uh, ore in the United States okay wow. so there's an issue with that, and of course yeah, they cool. frown
0: on these monopolies <laughs>
1: <laughs> so there's uh, uh Skepticism there, but uh, some of the lawmakers though they want a U.S. company. They don't want this foreign-based company. And our congressman Pete Stauber says, if a sale happens, my hope it remains an American company. And uh, so we'll see. Now, uh, a representative from uh, uh, California uh, posted on U.S. Steel that he wanted U.S. Steel companies to rival Chinese manufacturers. Nine of the top 15 global steel producers are Chinese. So if uh, this combination of this big company, because it's become international, and, of course, the Chinese keep on uh, cutting prices and all that jazz, and we always have issues here in the United States. Mm -hmm. As we had when the span of the Bong Bridge was uh, built, the center span was all steel, there was a big issue because initially they had been out and it was going to (laughs) be Japanese steel. Ah, and the steel workers and the other unions got all upset about that. Yeah. And that goes back into the '80s. But the well, point of the matter is, uh, this is brewing out the there. The issue so is still be later. watchful. Be all watchful.
0: right, we got a phone call, real quick. Hi, who's this?
1: Hi, this is Jeff in Superior.
0: Yes, sir.
4: Yeah, Neil was my uh, high school uh, American history teacher, and I wanted to ask him. There
1: he to is. Put on yeah.
4: His te- yeah, your te- Put on your teacher moccasins and tell me. <laughs> how historic this uh, Trump indictment is. The first time a president has been indicted, what do you think?
1: Well, that's pretty historic. The The only other time we were here was with Richard Nixon, but he resigned and then Gerald Ford uh, pardoned him. So mm-hmm. it never went to this. And this is, I, I don't see it as, as good for the history of the nation and for the presidency. I think it's a, a bad move. Uh, the that's just how I feel. It divides people even more. People are digging in their heels and uh, it, it is uh, unique historically, to say the least there, Jeff.
0: Yeah, it's a good fundraiser for Trump. Apparently he's using his uh, mugshot now on all sorts
1: of uh,
0: sure trinkets that he's selling to oh, yeah. make money for his run for the White House
1: again. So. Yeah. yeah, he is. So <laughs> we'll see what what happens in all this. Yeah. But uh, I, it's, it's not a good deal for democracy and wow. for this country. And and uh, the divide is the divide, and uh, people are digging in their heels on this. And like you said, Trump's polling keeps on going up, and his right. rivals. in on the Republican side, they just had the, <clears throat> the debate Wednesday night, and I watched a it's portion of it, and uh, uh, it's, that was kind of interesting there. But, uh, I think you hung up. Yeah. Okay, thanks, Jeff. Appreciate it. <laughs> Good to hear from you.
0: Uh, this is an interesting story. Out in Burgess, Minnesota, I'm not sure where this is. Well, it's in western Minnesota. Okay. Not too far from Fargo, apparently. About 60 miles southeast of Fargo. There is a door standing alone in a field, which is now gaining attention after it became a subject of discussion on social media. It's a blue door. Blue door. It stands in front of a wooded area on County Highway 4 near Virgus. aliens? A picture of the door generated interest on Reddit last year. A more recent post on Facebook created even more talk about why the door is there. And what it's a door to. The owners of the property call the door an art project and say they may add a lantern to create even more mystery, but this could be the door to another dimension or who door, knows.
1: Or a door to the galaxy where they I don't know, on. yeah. Don't know. But there it is, but a it strange door might,
0: out in a field in western Minnesota.
1: You might walk in on the board. <laughs> yeah, you your, walk uh, through the door, you'll never return. For your uh, star... Star Trek.
0: Instead of coming out Oops. the other end, you come out somewhere in the future or something.
1: So All right. uh, do we have to go for a break here? We might as well. We'll All be right. right
0: back.
2: Here they come again. Mm-hmm. Catch us if you can. Mm-hmm. Time to
0: get a move on. Mm-hmm.
1: We will yeah, with
0: all of our might. Catch us if you can. Dave Clark, five of Dave the Clark. British invasion there oh, yeah. with Catch Us If You Can. It there is the morning show here on KDAO. Here we are. There uh, you are. Yeah, we got a phone call, too, to get to. Who
1: may be calling I'm us.
0: not sure. Hi, who's this?
5: It's Turtle.
1: Turtle was shaken.
5: Yeah, I, I think you have to be aware that you know any, any uh, potential buyer for U.S. steel out of Brazil, like this Brazil guy, whoever you're just talking about?
1: Yeah.
5: Those people are completely controlled by China, and all the iron ore mines in in Brazil, which are the largest in the world, are controlled by China now. And they could easily proxy control U.S. steel that way.
1: Well, Hmm. Cleveland Cliffs, Gonzalez is the president of Cleveland Cliffs, which is a publicly traded U.S. company.
5: But you were talking about some Brazil who... Well, he's originally
1: from Brazil. He's originally from Brazil. I see. But he's not a part of Brazil now. He's here in the U.S.
5: Well, I would think works. it would be something like that Chinese aircraft company up in up at the Duluth Airport that uh, you know is was, was wholly owned by the Chinese communists. Huh? But uh, anyway. All right. All
1: right. Thanks,
5: turtle. Appreciate it.
1: Yeah. So, uh, Dave, uh, let's talk a little bit about downtown for a minute here. Okay. We had Matt Baumgartner on the other day. Oh yeah and we didn't have a chance to talk to him about this because i didn't know about it until somebody sent me the video that was shot last saturday afternoon in downtown duluth okay and we had an incident uh, basically in the middle of the street where two guys went at it yeah and what ended up happening i've got the video i can't post it here but the point is is that uh right out in front of uh, uh by the medical arts building where there's a planter out there where it used to be allen falls uh clothing oh. store used to All be right. there and some guy was standing there. Some uh, business owner from across the street filmed this. Some guy was standing there and ripping out all the plants and throwing them on the oh, on the boy. sidewalk. And yeah. he was jumping around and jumping around. Some gal came walking by and said something to him, and she moved away because the guy was agitated. Obviously, Obviously he was hopped yes. up on something. So as he was standing there, and this was this uh, uh, guy he was jumping around, and he's this this uh, guy of European descent. Okay. And this uh, young black man came walking by, and stopped and said something to him. Mm-hmm. And this guy that was all hopped up had this long pole, and I uh, later on said it was like a spear-like thing. All of a sudden, he grabbed it and he he lunged at this young black man w- with the pole right in the face, knocked oh. him flat on the ground. Yikes! This is all on video, okay? And the guy got the guy got up that got knocked down and staggered for a bit and went after this other guy and got the spear or pole away from him and literally started beating on him. And they went into the street Mm. and cars stopped, traffic stopped. This is the mid-afternoon in downtown Duluth on Saturday. (laughs) And all of a sudden, some people got out of their cars and went and stopped the fight. In the meantime, the guy that speared the other guy rolling around on the street because he'd been beaten silly by the guy he attacked.
0: Goodness.
1: And that's where it ends. Now I talked to another business owner. A few minutes later, all the squads showed up, emergency vehicles. I would hope somebody called the The guy with the spear that attacked the young black man Mm -hmm. is in jail. And you can see he's on the jailhouse roster. Apparently he's got a rap sheet. And I found out from somebody else that there'd been an incident with him and with the pole and the spear Hmm. before. So this is what we're I've seen in glorious downtown Duluth last uh, year. I got gotcha. you. Okay. Well, what are you going to do? Well, that's what I asked the mayor, yeah. and I asked Roger Reinert. Uh, I, I mean, obviously, I things I, like
0: this are going to happen on occasion. You can't stop it from it's happening It's never altogether. happened
1: before like this in Duluth. Well, there you go. Okay. <laughs> I, I mean, this is baloney. Right. Never this, is baloney. In huh? this is baloney. This is baloney. Yeah, right. This is baloney. And all of a sudden, we had uh, a young man up here and his girlfriend attacked mm-hmm. at gunpoint with a guy that beat the hell out of him mm. and threatened to kill him yeah. and apparently that was in the news and she had to beg for it they're still trying to find the guy i don't know if they found him not or wow. yet but again somebody else hopped up on drugs we had the mayor here a month or so ago mm-hmm. they've got no solutions to stop all this stuff the court system keeps on letting people out like right. this guy this guy's now he almost killed somebody. I don't know what injuries uh, the young man that he right. uh, smashed in the face with that pulse. But uh, the point of the matter is uh, you have these people wandering aimlessly with these little encampments, doing drugs in the whole nine yards, and nobody's got a solution to stop the nonsense.
2: How do you legislate morality?
1: <laughs> how, how do you legislate wow. getting people off the street that have criminal background that are high on drugs? That are robbing people, assaulting people in the whole nine yards. Down uh-huh. by the depot, people have been yep. assaulted in the uh, parking Somewhere. area down there. Mm-hmm. The people in our technology center have been assaulted. We have people here that uh, work here. Hey, that the have been only assaulted. answer
0: is to have a policeman on every corner. 24 hours a day, and well, that's the answer not going to happen.
1: The answer is they're going to have a strong response right. from the city of Duluth oh, and the yeah. police department well, dealing yeah. with this stuff and not put up with this nonsense. Well, and he's, this guy is lucky that it wasn't some citizen with a right. concealed carry. But they like shot you said, the, the, the police came the
0: and they locked him up, and now what's going to happen? It's up to the Justice Department to either let him go, which would probably happen, or keep him there in jail. So I don't know.
1: Well, that's where the failure of our system is, yeah. and that's where the law, lawlessness right. and the breakdown I is. I wouldn't blame the We've
0: police or even the mayor on this one. It's the Justice Department <sighs> that's letting these people out again.
1: The point of the matter is, is nobody's got a solution. You have <laughs> Well, to, we, I agree. We have We have had tough policing in this community mm-hmm. in the past. And uh, you know maybe something needs to change here,
2: well, and I'd love to true. hear
1: from the mayoral candidates on this down the road. Ah. And this starts happening. What if you were the guy that got smashed in the face? <laughs> right. Okay. Absolutely. I mean, I'd be pretty angry about all this. Right.
2: I there are a lot of guys in jail, but there are a lot of complaints about, or at least get some help. The somewhere. Northwest Passage, you know, walking yep. through the yep. skywalks and the other skywalk systems got kind of rowdy more than once. <laughs> that's right.
1: Well, the whole issue is, and we've seen it during this uh, election process and people calling to the show, Mm. uh, there's safety issues here. And there's a lot of people that are concerned for their safety. And we've had uh, uh, women who parked down on the deck who have asked people to escort them when they come to work in the morning because of people Mm. wandering in the skywalk system. Mm. And uh, there's all sorts of stuff going on. We saw the nonsense that was happening in the technology uh, ramp here, and they ended up having 24-hour security for a while because that of worked. that nonsense. We see the nonsense what's happening over at the uh, casino yeah. ramp and the hassling with people over yeah. there.
0: That's the problem. The security worked, but the problem is you can't keep that security going 24 hours a day, seven days a week well, without maybe, paying for well, it somehow. Maybe,
1: maybe somebody's <laughs> got to consider right. what, what's going to stop the nonsense out there. All and right. uh, there's a lot of nonsense going on. So uh, I'd love to hear from our mayor and her opponent. <laughs> see what kind of solutions they have to stop the nonsense in our community.
0: 842 here at KDAL, we shall return. 843 at KDAL, we do have a caller. Hi, who's this? Sheila. Sheila, go ahead.
2: Well, you're looking for solutions for downtown. Step one, in the 70s and 80s, they used to have street cops. They'd have two cops who walked the street. That was their beat. They weren't in a car. They didn't have any other duties. They walked up and down Superior Street and First Street all day long. It put the damper on a lot of possibilities. And those were in the days when there wasn't much going on, granted. But now there's a lot going on. And if nothing else, if you can do nothing else, why not try street cop business? Up and down Superior Street all day long, up and down First Street. That's where all your activity is, Mm -hmm. those two streets, in about a six-block area. That would, that would help a lot. And it, it's cheap. You already got cops. They're already on duty. Pull them off. Put them on the street.
1: sure. Mm-hmm. Walking. Yeah, walking. good idea. Okay. We like it. Thanks. You bet. All right. There used to be an officer who was retired who had the beat up on First Street. Sure. And he walked the, the street up there and... They, they used to do that. There also used to be a horse patrol. In, uh, oh, that's yes, right. We, had that. <laughs> we got rid of the horses, yeah. didn't we? They were, they're uh, on bikes,
0: though. I noticed there's cops on bikes around uh, Canal Park.
1: Uh, there they are. And oh. uh, at one point in time, there was an offer of uh, motorcycles. Uh, to oh, the police, right. And they turned it down. Hmm. But uh, apparently right. Harley-Davidson offered a couple of uh, <laughs> really? motorcycles at no cost. But wow. the city turned it down.
0: All right. We got another caller here, too. Hi, who's this? Hi, this is Joe. Boy, I can barely hear you
2: blue-collar worker. I listened to you guys going down to the city every day. So, I heard something on the radio and I wanted to call and comment. Sure. Can you hear me
0: okay? Uh, barely, but go ahead.
2: Alright. Uh, so, the, the thing about the fight downtown Duluth, you know, when, when the gentleman asked, uh, said, you know, maybe we should ask the, the mayor and her running mate about it, to be honest, I think the biggest concern with them isn't that it's more along the lines of
3: you
2: know trying to make the city look good for tourism and don't care about the residents. That's just my opinion. Yeah. Uh, and my claims. Don't forget my claims. Uh- <laughs> uh, I got you, Joe. <laughs> you go. I hear you yeah.
1: loud and clear on that. Thanks well, a lot. this doesn't
0: help. Make it, it doesn't make it look very good for tourists either if you have problems downtown. Well,
1: so. you know, I I see these visions. I see this now here in downtown Duluth. I saw this uh, murder that happened right in a big uh, section in downtown New York City, busy street, where two guys went at it. One guy killed the other guy in the middle of the street in a big fight. Mm. Uh, I I see street fighting like this in Chicago, San Francisco, and all over, these big cities, and it's not just Duluth, okay? And this is a point when we were talking about, uh, in the last couple of days, this whole uh, deal with some of the folks that sent me the video and other people mm. that I talked with. This is an epidemic around the country, and we have yeah. uh, out in California, in LA, the smash and grab stuff that's going oh, on, oh where these uh, groups yeah. of thugs get together and they raid these high-end uh, department stores. And now you're seeing more and more stores leaving mm-hmm. uh, communities and getting the heck out of there, mm-hmm. and and those communities don't seem to have, you know, a a response. They're trying what they're trying to do is is uh deal with it mm-hmm. and there's a whole perpetual system here that that seems to be bizarre now for instance i sheila talked about the foot patrol mm-hmm. police officers armed police officers walking on the streets we have the clean and safe team down here that walks around and tries to do yeah. stuff they're unarmed and we saw what happened last july oh, a year ago to one of the women of clean and safes was beaten up by these mm-hmm. thugs in the skywalk at drugies the guy finally, one of them finally got arrested and went to jail. He'd been out on bail. He'd pushed a woman down the escalator a few months before. You so go. you've got a court system that's yep. messed up here. You've got some feel-good stuff out there that we aren't dealing with the root <laughs> of the problems. And you've got mental illness, you've got drug addiction or alcohol addiction with people that are out of control, and you need to somehow deal with that. Yeah. And nobody seems to got a solution. The can keeps on getting kicked down the road until something horrendous happens. What would happen if that guy would have been killed in the middle of Oof, the Superior yeah. Street? So the point of the matter is, uh, you know, somebody needs to grab a hold of some solutions here and actually step forward whether you're getting the courts together, the state legislature, or whatever, to get something done where people, if people are mentally ill and addicted, they need to be treated, and treatment is not wandering the streets, okay? so Back anyway, to the
0: go. Uh, phone we go. Hi, who's this?
4: Good morning, this is Stan. It's beautiful up on the shore today. The lake is nice. Yeah. So I, I've I've mentioned this problem that in Duluth years ago it keeps me from going to Duluth shopping I don't care to go downtown at all but you should look back in the history of Duluth when this started this problem started with the liberal, woke government taking over Duluth turning it into a welfare state or welfare city and if you don't have the county attorney putting these people away in jail for maximum amount of time he's just a revolving door in Duluth and you've got a mayor that Goes right along with it. That's what she wants. So until you get a change in the uh, um, the um, administration for a more tough stance on crime and vagrancy and these and the people that want to create this problem, then you, feel you ain't going to have a change. You got to get rid of the woke system you got in Duluth running it. That's what it amounts to. All
1: right. To me. So yeah. you have a beautiful date weekend, gentlemen. Okay. stance. thanks a cool. lot. 722 Seven two two zero eight three nine is the number if you'd yeah. like to ring us up here. All right. we only
0: got a couple of minutes left,
1: actually. Well, we do, but, boy. We're running out. Say, by the way, cougars have been sighted. Yeah. I'm waiting for somebody to well, call in. Well, at least in. one. I'm, I'm guessing
0: it's probably the same animal, but you never know.
1: Well, they have a wide range, but uh, right. this is up the shore by uh, apparently Les Grumdahl's uh, operation yeah. up there, and a trail cam saw the cougar.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, I know people that have sighted these up in the Cloquet area in the past. And I know some people that saw two cougars with little cubs uh, wandering. Oh, really? This was a number of years ago. <laughs> wow. And their dog was going nuts, and they looked yeah. outside, and they didn't have a camera available to catch it, but they saw that. And that's okay. a, a few years back. But they've seen them up the shore. Mm-hmm. I remember one time at one of the lumber yards uh, up, uh, up of Highway 2 in that area, there was yeah. a cougar just kind of laying on some lumber in the sun. And generally these are very... Elusive animals—they're very right. shy, and you—you you normally don't see them. Don't
0: normally cause a problem, although they, they could not. obviously. Well, they
1: could, but they're just yeah. like like uh, any other wild animal, yeah, I suppose. They're, but they're generally out there. They're not hunting us; they're out hunting. Yeah.
2: Right, is little there, little, little a, dogs
1: and and kids. Well,
2: there's kind of a pipeline <laughs> from <deer>. the Black <laughs> <Deer>, Hills. <laughs> right. What? There's a kind of a pipeline from the Black Hills. Yeah, that's what yeah, the DNR says. Way.
1: They're kind of just wandering We've this way. have been
2: doing this for 25
0: years. Got to find been, a woman, and they, and they this, can't, this apparently. This has been going so. on. I know for, the
1: problem. Yeah. <laughs> historically, historically, this has been going on for millennia. Right. <laughs> these animals have a so wide now range. we get
0: pictures of them. There's a, There's a whole range. lot now more we, of these
1: yeah,
2: cams just, out there where you can And the population spread out, too, the ruralness.
1: Yeah. Yep, that's true. That's true. So now you see the trail cams capture some of these images, and... And uh, they're out there. And so.
0: now you got Harbor Monsters, apparently. That, what's that?
1: What? <laughs> no.
5: where is that?
0: <laughs> uh, this is the new uh, Arena Football League name. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and a, but apparently it's an old tradition or an old uh, not tradition, but story going around that there were monsters in the harbor, and that's where God. they came up with the Harbor say, Monsters. Too. Wow. Hi, let's uh, hit the phones again. Hi, was this? Good
5: morning, it's Bob.
0: Hey, Bob, what's happening? We got. Uh, a little bit of time here to talk quickly about the, uh, uh, well, not only tomorrow, but also on Wednesday. you got the Farmer's Market here in downtown Duluth.
5: Well, we absolutely do, Dave. And as you well know, uh, the produce is spectacular right now. The benches are full. All growers are bringing in uh, a lot of fresh product. we even got tomatoes and some sweet corn coming in. So it's uh, it's all good. We've had a dry year in many places. We're getting a little moisture now, so that's helped. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Saturdays are so much fun uh you we've know, got this community connection going on lots of friends we just want people to come down and have a good time we have worked hard to keep it literally family friendly so however you wanted to find your family we're all one big family part of the uh greater Jewish community but a lot of fun even if you want to bring in your heart questions i'm always here to help people if i can and uh you know we have just a very very good time there on Saturdays, eight to noon on saturday two to five on the wednesday And, of course, that's Avenue East and 3rd Street. If you're cruising out 4th Street, uh, turn right down the hill at the Burrito Union, and we're in good shape there, Dave.
0: They got uh, any great uh, uh, juicy red tomatoes yet?
5: The tomatoes are coming in, and they're wonderful.
0: (laughs) All right, good. I know they've been a little yeah. late coming this
1: these year. These are so. naturally grown, not hydroponically grown, right?
5: <laughs> no, this this comes out of the good earth. Is where they get there their their energy from, <laughs> and you, you can taste the difference. They're like something you've never uh, ever encountered in a grocery store for sure. So wow. now,
1: Bob, the pricing on all this is at uh, pretty reasonable prices.
5: Well, I would say it's competitive prices. Okay, uh, mm. you know. Uh, our growers, like everyone else, has got their own expenses that they're dealing yep. with, so it's uh, it's competitively priced with supermarkets, and certainly uh, so much of this, uh, they may not be certified organic, but I know our growers just don't use uh, typically any pesticides at all, so they're very, very high quality. Uh, quality is what we're really after, and then freshness, so much of it was picked the night before, oftentimes even the morning before, people are up wow. at 4, and 5, so you won't get anything any fresher, I can guarantee that. So uh, we're having a good time with it. We're inviting kids down. We've got this, of course, a $2 token. that we're, Any, any uh, child from infancy through 18 can get a $2 token they spend on produce. So we're trying to encourage better eating habits and, uh, and, and shopping expertise as well. So we have a very, very good time. The market's a lot of fun, good music on Saturdays, and we're going to have a beautiful, sunny day. And I know it's going to be a nice atmosphere. It always is. So Thanks, I Bob. love our community. Bob. Bob,
1: one, one question: How far into the uh, September are you going with this?
5: We, we go all the way through the end of October. I okay. Think we're the only market that hangs in there. All right. Well, but good. Of so you want. To...
1: There's plenty of time then. If you can't make it this Saturday, mm-hmm. there's uh, time to go down the road.
5: Absolutely. Now right. we've got to. You got to be aware of the fact that we, uh, of course, deal with frost on both ends of our season. <laughs> oh so yeah. Now is when you want to get it before the thread of frost is out there because the product is so fresh and it really is very fine, right? At this. Thank
0: you, Bob. Bob Olin, eight fifty-five. You're at KDAL. Back to the KDAL morning show. Eight fifty-seven. As we wrap up this hour of the morning show with Neil Atkins. Neil, you going to the state fair or anything this weekend? No, no.
1: Trees to cut down. Oh, that's right. And brush to swish (laughs) and. And things to pile and chop oh, up boy. to burn for the winter. There you go. Oh, well,
0: you also got the rowing deal going on in Superior, oh, yeah, the they, uh, uh, Lake Superior uh, Dragon, uh, Dragon, Boat. Uh, Dragon Boat Festival. That starts tonight. Yeah. Continues all day tomorrow. I think we'll have a couple of Midwest communication uh, teams racing, yeah. so that should be a lot of fun. That'd be good. That'd be
1: good, It's supposed yeah. to be in the 60s tomorrow, so yeah. it'll
0: be a nice, cool... Uh, Pleasant day with there sunshine. Go. So go. Can't go wrong there. All
1: right, Dave, no we'll... off lake winds either, that I know. Of. There, I like that. <laughs> so you have a good weekend. We'll
0: see you, you Monday. Too, All right, Monday it is. I'll be back with uh, uh, Rick Jordan for the Friday Fishing Frenzy right after news next.